This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What is poppin' and welcome back to the Only Friends Podcast. And you know, I'm here with my only friends and a Malaysian ankle biter. But you know, my number two. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm definitely one of you. You are one of my friends. Come back here. That's your side piece, man. You can't treat your side chick like that. It is true. This is my side piece. But you know, my number two is in the building today. What is popping? You know, when you say it like that, you make me sound like a piece of shit. Well, you're well, number two. Well, Who I mean, does number two work for? <laughs> Wait, why? I always wondered this. Why isn't he your number one? Yeah, who the fuck is the number one? Girlfriend. Obviously. Like when we, when we look at it, right? We would say, oh, you're number one. He's number two. But when, when it's I your it, number two, that means there's a number one. I think it hurts him more when I say number two, though. Sure. <laughs> I think I can never let the number two. But then who's your number one, though? Is it Guapo? Guapo. You already know, baby. Thanks, Guapo. Guapo's number one. Your guys' <laughs> mics might be a little too close together. Everybody's saying that Conrad's echoing. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Shut the fuck up, Conrad. Stay the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> can you turn the microphone? Uh, I, I mean, also, you guys are... <laughs> Somebody get a hold of this goddamn production, man. Conrad's literally uh, sitting dead center in the shot, and, and, and Andre's like two thirds of the way out of frame. I said this about two minutes ago. I so. mean, it, it's, it's really just Conrad's ego taking up the entirety of that block at this point that it's, it's gotten too. I mean, he's the number right, one. Much you better, know, he gets much all better. the screenshots. Looks better? Yeah. Well, the, the nice thing is I can start going into the center because Conrad just finished the rest of what he was talking about on the podcast. That is true. <laughs> You, you won't hear from him again because he's obviously our uh, benevolent leader and he's willing to let our voices be heard. Also, obviously. do you want a stool to sit on or some sort of fucking booster seat? I Are mean, you talking to me? Yeah, what's going on? Berkey, you trifle with the wrong people. <laughs> no one likes a trifling ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep... I, well, people don't know, but I just won nationals again. Yeah, for the second, third time this year. If, if you, wow. First of all, why are nationals running so often? Isn't this like <laughs> a once a year type competition? I'm starting it, to think it's like the CDC Citizens for, Club. It's for different, uh, different types oh. of fighting. Oh, I see. And second of all, if you're gonna flex, at least come with some fucking assets that so my man Guapo can pull up like a winner's photo. Uh, like uh, this all just sounds like fabricated bullshit. Uh, just we need some so receipts. Often. At some point, like they I don't know. really. Yeah, we need receipts, man. They stop. They stop. Like you know, when you're just like such a big winner, you don't you don't promote yourself as much anymore, right? You, you know, guys. For everybody at home who uh, may be unaware, this is Christian Soto. Welcome oh. back, young man. <laughs> Our guest for today, my little yeah, buddy. Man. He's back in the building, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and this hey, is why signed, Christian doesn't come. For the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not coming back now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told Landon. Landon was my. Uh, why? Why does everybody get upset by me calling them their little buddy? You, Bro, you call everyone oh, that you demean, buddy. It's demeaning. Like little buddy. Little buddy is way. Different. No, that's just because now it's you endearing. recognize that buddy. No, I've always bad. known Buddy is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having so much fun over here, Buddy. I've always known, but there, there was a list that somebody tweeted out yesterday. It was like the 15 things white people say. It's it's it's, uh, it's, it's things white people say that they should say more of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And the la- like, the last one was calling people buddy. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, that, was based on there? It no, wasn't. based was uh, not. Okay. I can try to pull it up. It's Did actually really good. Can we? I'd, I'd like to see this list. Yeah, okay, I, I, got, I got you. Let me let me go to the media section on the on the OnlyFans podcast. This, this is where we uh, defer got to it. to land our meme lord. Yeah, this is Naya. <laughs> Number <laughs> one. So the there's white. a couple of things. It's not fifteen. That's rich coming from you. Okay, no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> These are all like Lamanna-isms. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy. Who would I ever say no more white. Mr. Nice I don't Guy? I've seen, I've heard it. I've I can see it. that, honestly. Like the 13-year-old white kid that like got beat up. He's like, that's it. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, it's coming from right, you. So, so I, this I picture is, like a suburban dad. So this is things that white people say that they should say more. Mm. Like people should say more of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's skedaddle. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard that. These I've are all this. Gumby's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ned Flanders. Yeah. Let me be frank. Sure. Let me be frank. Is definitely white as fuck. Mm-hmm. Now listen sure. here, pal. <laughs> that's a buddy, Jason. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's buddy adjacent. Cup of Joe. You're yeah, barking cup, up the wrong tree. I like that cup one. of Joe is really, really wild. The last two are really good. How you like them apples? <laughs> and newsflash, buddy. <laughs> I feel like Berkey would say newsflash, buddy, a lot. Newsflash, uh, buddy is really good. Yeah. I got to tell you, if you hear me say newsflash, buddy, you and I were not on very good terms. <laughs> for sure. Newsflash. It's definitely. That's rich yeah, that's, coming from you. That's rich coming from That's rich. <laughs> What does also, that mean, though? What does that mean exactly? That it means what? like, it means yeah. like, I can't believe you're saying that. Yeah. Like you're not the person. How dare you say that? Basically. But what does that mean? Like, because he's rich? No, no, no. no. It's like, like call, oh, it's like, like a the, rich, the, like, the pot calling the kettle black. Kind of oh, same. Thing. You can't use an idiom uh, to describe an idiom. I no, mean, this but kid's, everyone knows that one. This right? is like my fourth language. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like if someone that doesn't go to the gym tells you to go to the gym, and you're like, "That's rich coming from you." Got it. Got it. So yeah. it doesn't mean rich. No. Have you been watching the the pod while away? I was in Dominican Republic. I can't watch pods. They don't even have Wi-Fi? They have Wi-Fi, but it comes in and out. (laughs) (laughs) Buffering. Wi-Fi. You were popping down there. I I explained the little buddy reference where it came from. It's quite endearing. You guys should see it as as a sign of friendship and kinship. It was my granddad used to call me his little buddy whenever I was, when I'd come over at like five, six years old, I'd be like, hey, little buddy. Hey, little yes. buddy. <laughs> so in this, so wait, 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 wait. Berkey is your granddaddy. So, so in this context, you're like the grandpa? Yeah. No, don't take it so literally. It was just. <laughs> no, I think we should take it as literally yep. as possible. It was a term of endearment. That's, More importantly, you are the five-year-old. Well, yeah. But that's, that's by default. We're it, all, it, was just, it was just a term of endearment. He still you. called me his little buddy when I was like 20. Nah, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, little buddy, do you want to pop? Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. You make magic happen. Yeah, he did make magic. I happen. didn't know what pop was until I met you. Honestly, that's wild. More than half the country calls it pop. No one in the no, no one no, no one. No, I, no, we, no, look, no. we've been Only over the fucking landmass. Oh my god! Only <laughs> by fucking landmass because it's a whole bunch of farms and cows in like the middle of America that call it pop. Yeah, that's I never it. heard. How else do you want to do it? By um, population. Pe- yes, thank you, thank you. Okay, well, if we did that, then every fucking president would be a Democrat and. Everything else would just be whatever California and New York oh. dictates. Oh. What well, do you mean, no? I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Why are you saying no? New York and California make up like yeah, half like, the United States population. It's like New York, population. Cali, no, Texas, Florida. Like, that's, that's a it. lot. That's whole country? Yeah. Def- definitely nowhere near half. Uh, add in Texas and Florida. 150 million in New York and LA. <laughs> yeah. In LA and Texas yeah. and Florida. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Texas, you only okay, sorry, sorry. New York, California. Texas, first, Texas and te- Florida. Yeah, Texas votes red. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. 
Florida a votes. More. Dallas and Austin, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, things been popping this week. The WPT 1100 Prime was absolutely insane. It was supposed to be like a two million. It got five point two million in the prize pool. It could. 250% of what it was supposed to get. Dude, it's 700,000 <laughs> to first place. 711,000. 711. Mm. What a beautiful place. Where's my coffee? I knew people <laughs> that tried to register, but unregged because they would have gotten a seat when there were like 16 big blinds. Yeah. yeah. So it was day 1C, and I played in the morning. I regged the night before. I busted, and I went directly to go reg again. Conrad's and, still echoing. Hmm. It's saying so, he has two audio... So, move those mics just, pretty far. No, I don't. I don't. It, it's it's definitely not that. It's something. Yeah, this is on production guy. Yep. <laughs> so better yet. <laughs> Go ahead, Berkey. So it's a, so. Oh man. Uh, well, while he figures that out, and before we address the eleven hundred, I guess uh, you all are probably wondering why we're here, uh, as we were supposed to be on set in uh, the wind today for the WPT. Uh, and you know, there was a bit of a, a little bit of a confusion, if you will. Uh, What's that term you use? Kerf kerfuffle. kerfuffle. I fucking hate that word, man. <laughs> I fucking hate that word. Perkins has made is me hate that list? word forever. Is that on the list kerfuffle? of what white people say? That should probably be on the list. <laughs> How ironic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but basically like, you know, it's a huge, huge undertaking what they're trying to pull off and this is their first attempt at it. So, uh, it's, it's no surprise that sometimes there are hiccups. And rather than trying to iron everything out at the 11th hour, it just made a lot more sense for us to come here into our studio where we could just fire up a stream right away. Yeah. Uh, so we are here in-house today. Hopes are we'll have everything corrected for tomorrow morning and we'll be on set tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, if not, then we'll just be doing our normal show from here. We saw the set. It was beautiful. Unbelievable. It's so nice. Man, like, I'm so annoyed. Uh, the one thing I wanted to get was a picture of all of us at the table oh. so I could stop manufacturing these thumbnails <laughs> and just <laughs> actually, have, yeah. <laughs> like, just actually have a real photo to go <laughs> off of. It was nice sitting sitting at that final table, just just sitting there like thinking, yeah. oh, it'd be nice to be here someday. 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 I mean, with, with uh, chips in well, front of me. Well, in an I mean, active tournament. I was. Oh, well, it wasn't a tournament. I was gonna say I was there. It didn't feel too great at the end. Yeah, that's <laughs> good job, Andre. You're doing. You're doing the Lord's work. Did you figure out the echo? Yeah, it's just fucking Kara. This idiot. He like. He's by himself, and he, he just brings, brings him in like this. this. <laughs> no way! I moved this back, and then I went over there. <laughs> but now you're out of the shot. Yeah. So are we still echoing? Yeah. Man. Don't know. I think what actually happened. What really happened? Not, See, what not, done, not that they had any technical issues, but this shit show just wasn't fit for the production. <laughs> God. <laughs> just like, oh yeah. It was like, you know what, you guys. Oh, that looks nice. We right didn't. There. We didn't sign up for this. All right. Mm -hmm. so anyway, you were talking about an eleven hundred, Conrad. It was popping, man. It completely smashed every record I could even imagine. An eleven hundred, five point three million. That's outside WSOP. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably one of the 10 biggest 1Ks. Uh, how big is... Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any 1Ks at the WSOP that get... Yeah, the monster. Or are the, it's, they're the, 1500s, The millionaire maker. They're all 1500s. Oh, yeah, you're right. They are. Yeah, yeah but right, it's the same. Are. I mean, it, it's a comparable prize yeah, pool. Yeah, it is yeah. comparable. Uh, but I mean, like, we're talking about 5,500 runners, give or take. Mm -hmm. So that's... Yeah, it's 54... I have the exact number here. 50, 5430. I'm so glad that it's a 1K and not like a 500 or 600 or 
any of those. Well, they certainly could have facilitated. That's what I'm saying. Could not have facilitated. I, it. I, you know, I hope other I hope other venues realize that like the 500 stuff is just it, I, it's too overwhelming to to try that. Well, I, like, they, I, I think nice. what it is is that no other place outside of WSOP uh, has the capacity to do a 10,000 plus person tournament so they all up the price pool yeah but or the, up the uh, price point in rather. fairness Listen, like it i don't i also would argue that that wsop can't handle the, it either the, sure the tortoise loves the small buy-in tournaments they i, I like the 300 <laughs> and the 500 trying to you, know, you can get a bracelet for that but um this just proves that you don't need to run that. You don't need to run that small buy-in to get giant numbers. Yeah, I mean, we talk right? about this all the time during yeah. the summer of like uh, how much of a fall off is there, both rake and prize pool wise, mm -hmm. if you just increase the buy-in by one and a half or two yeah. x. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's almost certain that there would be no fall off because the difference in player pools between the five hundred dollar buy-in and a one k is negligible. Negligible if. If any, yeah, yeah, I think like the craziest part about this is like now it's causing some serious, serious buzz around town. Like everyone's talking about this event. It's I mean, this is everything that the Five Diamond was not, right? Yeah, like, okay. like I, I don't, you know, like Christian, and I can attest to it more than anybody else because we played it more. But yeah. Five Diamond was always a massive event. Yeah, it had to where be. when you were in the room, it was electric. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, you didn't even fucking know about it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no signage, no promotion, nothing. Like literally, it was just the people in the 10k scene knew that it was coming up, and it was always a massive deal once you walked into Bellagio. Okay. But anybody else, like people from the East Coast, weren't traveling for it all that much. Really? No, no satellites for it. Like the prelims were dust. The they prelims were, were like 50 people, 100 people. Bro, tops. they they would get like they would get like a thousand runners for the five diamond, and they would run a 5k the day before. Like a 5k six max and we get 80 people wow wow yeah. it's just like i mean there was just nothing at all about that that made it a quote-unquote festival or anything like that but we've all been clamoring for something in the winter for so long where it's like we want something wsop adjacent we so want winter camp that's yeah. what we want yeah we just want some winter camp summer yeah. camp winter camp and i think um wpt is doing a pretty good job about this it's the winter festival Ah, wow! Very nice, Landon. Well, well, well done. done. Did you Very just well done. did you just do that here? Yeah, of course set? I did. I'm wise. <laughs> <laughs> witty, I think witty is the I'm wise beyond my years, beyond his years. <laughs> quick, yeah, quick, right. it's quick. Like I've been, I've, been getting, I've been getting a lot quicker recently. I, I yeah. think I think you know obviously if we're assuming that the championship's going to go without a hiccup, but like this has been a massive success, right? Yeah. Like just massive so far for sure. Yeah. For sure, because like, like I think the cash games have been great. The tournaments are great. Like the buzz of this being a a thing now is is there. Like this is, I think they got more than what they asked for, right? So far, I think it's two to three x bigger than what they expected so far. Like I don't think yeah. they expected. Well, this these numbers. this will tell what what you know. This week will be what will it's determine. like a stress test, right? Because this is it, right? This is their main event. This Big is boy. what the this is what. The whole buildup was. For I it. think. Yeah. I think they're going to hit the guarantee before one one B closes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. before one uh, C. Yeah, I was going to say because I remember we speculated um, 
earlier in the year, like, oh, are they going to hit the guarantee? How much are they going to Yeah, we get? thought it was going to be a like, sweat. Right, we thought it was going to be a sweat. Now, what are we I, thinking? I, are we thinking $20 million? I stopped thinking it was going to be a sweat after I saw how many seats were being uh, given away. Like, given and, away. Yeah, satellite and I'm like, okay, and, well, yeah. it's very unlikely to be a sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I saw the seats given away, I was like, okay, it hits $15 million for sure. Yeah, when for I sure. saw the 1100 I was like, holy shit, it might hit $25 million. Yeah, so the satellite that they ran yesterday was a 50-seat guarantee, and it got 110 108, but yeah. Yeah, like they just got shit. double wow. what they expected. I jokingly um, said it would triple. And I was saying that like as a sheer <laughs> and, joke. Yeah, and yeah. it doubled. And honestly, too, the, the 25K actually did numbers where I saw on Twitter Dean Eggs and Chance had a bet where Dean Eggs took the under on 100 it was a good line. entries. And it was a, it got 103, wow. 108. I think, 108 or yeah. something. But it was, mass, it was a mass, uh, mass late reg registration spot. at Max Late Reg. Yep. It had like 92 going into Max Late Reg. Wow, 16 G. Very unlucky of him. Very, very <laughs> unlucky for Dean. Yeah. Fucking Osmus had to fire that fourth bullet. <laughs> I wonder how many uh, like entries, like would it still beat the guarantee if they didn't give all the seats away? Like let's say they gave away around 500 seats. Well. So if it got two thousand entries, yeah, but 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 you can't do it that way because because the seat giveaways are are bringing in the buzz, yeah, which is now bringing in other people. Right. So it's right. kind of like kind of like a Ponzi. Also, this was what I said a thousand times. MTTs are literally a Ponzi <laughs> where you try to get all the money and then you keep losing, but one time you win and you give all the money back. Yeah, acupuncture. Uh, the thing is too, like they've given away a ton of seats, but like I think Global only gave away. Somewhere between 50 and 100 seats in the satellites, which sounds like a ton, but at the end of the day, it's only a million. Right. Yeah, right. For a thousand dollar buying, that's a lot. No, I understand, but it's only it's it's not even ten percent. Let me all right, hold on. If if I told you at WPT uh, five diamond there was a hundred satellite winners, no, 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 you would be like, this is crazy. Of course, of course. But what I'm what I'm getting at is like I think in our minds we're we're believing this to be like twenty five percent satellite winners. Right, right. No, of course. But it's actually more like you know if they get two thousand people. Yeah. Uh, well, now probably closer to ten because they gave away another hundred seats yesterday. Okay. They probably gave another hundred seats away to the. Um, Club WPT. Club, yeah. Other poker like uh, stops yeah. had total. Them. Florida total, yeah. had some giveaways. Right. Like total, you're looking at like maybe three hundred. Maybe three hundred, three fifty, yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. So like, yeah, roughly fifteen percent of the prize pool is just like donated money from the sponsor. Pretty sick. Which is worth a lot, but uh, you know, it's. I mean, they'll, 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 they're going to smash it. They by, recruit it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're they're going to smash. Like, I don't think that we're going to see them just squeak by sixteen million in the prize pool. Do you no. think it's yeah. going to be over twenty million? In I, the think prize pool? A, I, I think it's. I think like line. I think like eighteen five is a good line. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I, with that. I think we find C twenty. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. Connor, I, I don't know. It does depend though, because remember, there's no there's no rebuys on the same day. Right. Oh, so shit. that does that does bring in the numbers max, down. max three bullets wow. per so it's maximum three bullets so Dude. you don't get the daniel negrano going all in blind every hand but you don't need it because you have 100 satellite or I, I 300 agree. satellite I, winners do agree, yeah. we think that their re-entry uh protocol is good yeah for sure yes 100 yes. percent. i think Why? it's better i think it's just better for the ecosystem that it's yeah. something like that yep. because having pros fire unlimited is really bad for people that are not pros mm-hmm. because what like well, it's, it's hard to bust it especially hurts the satellite winners yeah it's hard to bust you know the best players in the world multiple like 12 times it's, it's, like, not, it's not even just that it's that there's going to be a greater concentration now of good players at your table when you are a sati winner yeah. right like when good players bust They'll and they can't back, re-enter they go they're home. gone yeah. and you're not going to see them again in that flight it makes it makes it more prestigious in a way i think you so know what i mean because like, i agree with that if you look at the 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 WSOP main event, I mean, that's 
you're one and done, right? So that is like, hey, you get your one shot. And here I understand, you know, they're putting up a huge uh, guarantee. So you want to have some sort of re-entry system, but they're not overdoing it. It's I like, like, I like chances, it. It's I like great. it. It's Do you great. think that the main would lose its prestige if it wasn't a freeze out? Yes, no, I think I, it would yeah. lose its numbers. Yeah. I think it's not good. Well, it might maintain the entries because of the re-entries, but it, the, the field would become significantly tougher. What if it was one per flight? I still think the same thing. It's, That's okay. still four it's entries. It's just as bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. And I think like the reason why this works so well is because it's an actual festival. So there's other mm. stuff to play. There's a six max after the main. Uh, there's a ladies event championship that will be televised. The prime is televised. Like they're doing a lot to put a big emphasis on prelims and postlims as well. Which now makes it worth traveling, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you know the 25k high rollers today. Like there are all these other events that are worth traveling for outside of the main. I think the big issue that generally happens on these tour stops that is a problem for people and why unlimited reentry is so necessary is that it's the only event worth playing. There's nothing else yeah. to do, right? Like right. Florida does a great job of building out a prelim schedule, but there's such a big disparity between the prelims and the main as far as like the prize pools you're vying for, the buy-ins and all that other stuff. Right. The post limbs are actually better, generally speaking, because that's where the 25K will happen, the 5K turbo, the right. 10K turbo. And even in like those, that. like the price point there isn't that big of a deal, right? right. For, like, mm -hmm. And it's a WPT where it's kind of known, okay, you get like a re-entry. And then yeah. for, their, for their 5K, they have that uh, one re-entry per flight. Mm -hmm. So they also cap it in that way. But at the same time, you're not playing a 10K with unlimited re-entry where you get people swarm. That is interesting. Like I never really thought about it that way, but I guess it makes sense that less re-entries are actually better when it comes to bigger situations. For sure for the ecosystem. Yeah. Like there's a reason why 10Ks fell by the wayside and a lot of it has and to do with Because of it was a 10K re-entry. Mm -hmm. Right. People don't want to try to grind satellites just to get one shot. The cream rises to the top way quicker. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Wow. Uh, there are a lot of notables still in this in this field. I think Steven Song is second in chips. Uh, Steven and Mike, baby roommates. Wait, yeah, Rosita. Rosita. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He's he's a uh, top ten in chips, and then our one and only Matt Hunt. Let's go, still let's go, yeah. let's go, Hunt. Come on, Hunt out there. He's rocking about an average stack at one point eight million. Uh, fifty remain, or fifty ish 55? remain. Fifty five. Fifty five remain. First place, seven hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Oh my god, home, seven hundred, Mister Hunt. Let's, let's go, go Hunt. baby. It's funny because if he wins this thing. He's going to have so many people pouring in wanting coaching. He's probably just not going to want to do it anymore. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> you don't coach yeah, that is a bitch catch 22. What? <laughs> you don't coach after you get 700. That's what I'm saying. Well, I hope he doesn't make That's him. I hope he doesn't make so much that he doesn't want to do videos. Mm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> He'll still do videos. Do like, videos. Fucking yeah. Sauce still makes videos. Yeah. He's a multimillionaire. That's <laughs> true. Is it? Yeah. Besides the WSOP, is this tournament going to be the biggest like amount of buy-ins you can win for first in a 1K? Uh, no, that, that's what we were trying to debate earlier. Right. No, but I'm no. saying, 15, I'm saying besides WSOP. Okay, let's uh, let's make something clear. Like a 1500 is a 1K. No, it's not. Uh, yes, it is. It's, it's double. What do you mean? Yeah. But you Christian's mean? right though. Even if you just compare it uh, by number of binds, the Millie Maker is like a thousand yeah. binds to first. I was just talking it's, outside of WSOP because, of course, WSOP still has those numbers. Like, oh, outside online. for sure. I think well, outside, yeah, nothing yeah, else. Not even close. There isn't anything else remotely. It's like MSPT, and then that's about it. MSPT is like. 200, no, half maybe a third of this. It's like 250 for first for the biggest one. Maybe the, maybe 300. Yeah. All the 1100s in Florida have been like 250 max or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty catastrophic. that big. It's very very difficult to get 5,000 entries. It is amazing how it's hard did to facilitate. That. 
Yeah, of course. They right. needed more room. It was a madhouse. Yeah. But they did a pretty damn good job, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Like, well, the registration line was quick. Like, yeah. there was no registration line at well, all. That's because everybody was in an alternate line. <laughs> sure, that's fine. But, like... You I know, will say that they handled it as good as they can for the overflow. Yes. Right. right. Like they did, they did a tweet uh, and a lot of uh, rooms around town do this very well, but they use social media to basically tell you when the block of alternates were being called, yep. which I think is really good. Um, yeah, Venetian used to do. That. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal that people got in super late. You kind of know what you're signing up for at that, yeah. at that yeah. point. And they closed registration when you had 30 big blinds. So, you know, when you got in, you probably like have 15 to 20, yeah. which is normal. Yeah. So that might be something people don't know. They closed registration earlier on day one. C. Oh my, it could have got so many more flights. entries. Mm. So they closed it at six 30 instead of, or six o'clock instead of seven 30. Wait, wait, no. Okay. They so all closed at, they all closed at the end of level oh, six, which yeah, is before dinner break. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But they closed registration very early. Because right, mm. normally for situations in tournaments like this, you can max late register after, yeah, dinner break, after dinner break. But for this one, it was level six instead of at the end of level nine. I see, I see. That so makes sense. So this could have gotten way more entries Wait, as well. Is, that is amazing now that I really think about it. it they closed res at level six. Yeah. yeah. And it got 5,300 runners. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, wild. so like, what I'm thinking is like in the next like year, two years, what does this thing grow to be? At that, at that price point? My God. Like it, so here's the thing that's very weird for the poker space right now. Uh, there's a huge disparity at the price point levels, right? Because uh, it, it's this weird conundrum where in the live realm, uh, it's kind of like daily fantasy, where no matter how good you are, no matter how rich you are, certain events, uh, regardless of price point, will just draw you out, mm-hmm. right? And like this prime is flirting with that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that there's a big gap between the 1K price point, the 3K price point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's another big jump from like 3K to 5K plus. And at that 1K price point, you're still dealing a lot with entry level players. So it's not so high that people who are brand new to tournament poker won't seek the ones with high value. Yeah. Like the same way that I play 25Ks, exactly. right? Like I play the Florida ones because they get 130 runners and they're super soft, but I don't play 25Ks. Yeah. It's going to be the same for a lot of people whose average buying is like $300. They don't play 1100s often, but they'll always play the marquee 1100. But this is like their main event. Right. And if you can facilitate the space and house the dealers and tables necessary to run a massive flight, you can see this happening anywhere. Yeah. Right? Like kudos to win in WPT for for getting it off and uh, you know, dealing with the madhouse and also, you know, orchestrating an entire series around it. Yep. Because like outside of maybe Brigada uh, it would be very difficult to make this your staple event, your marquee event, just like one 1100 mm-hmm. that was like six flights or whatever, because now you're not going to get everybody necessary. You're going to get a lot more regional type stuff. Yeah. But if you can put events together, like specifically just WPT in general, if they started to uh, replicate this formula around the country, they there's will. there's like five or six stops. They if they I do mean, this at Borgata, it'll it'll be a massive success. Borgata, Sherpo. Hold on, WPT is not doing Borgata, right? Well, not they used to, right? But they're not right now. I know. I'm they're saying not, they, they like, may come back, but currently they, speaking, right? But Borgata's like dead. So, right now. but if, yeah. yeah, what well, they, they need the to do January, is yeah. like try yeah. to promote this for Florida to do something like this for Florida because the Florida, the Florida 1K has been getting like I don't know 200K so for first. WPT does have some side events for when they do run W. WPT mains. Yeah, but it, it's, it, it comes down to the to the house. The win put on the guarantee, not WPT. Yeah. Right. right. So they were the ones taking the risk of making a $2 million guarantee. They just kind of used WPT as Correct. well. And, and if you recall, rate. like Florida post, uh, post-pandemic was so fucking oversold over whenever it came to uh, housing players mm-hmm. that they had alternates that would wait like five to six hours. 
Dude, it was crazy. And that was for the main. Yeah. Like the prelims were so much worse. That like was, that you was were getting shut one. out. That was the first one right the after COVID. The first April right yeah, after okay. COVID. Yeah. So like the prelims, you were just like straight getting shut out. They probably could have doubled their prize pools and just couldn't facilitate it. Right. Yeah. They, they didn't have enough workers yet. They didn't have enough table space, whatever. That happened at the win on day one B, actually. They had so many alternates that they said, if you're over alternate number X, like we can't, we Sorry. can't house. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can't house. Like we just can't house. Come houses. get a refund. And come go get home. a refund or play one C or whatever. Like yeah. they just did not have enough space. And moving forward, they're gonna have more space and uh, try to like, yeah, get more so ballrooms. Yeah, so it's 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 a it's a very it's a very um, sensitive thing. But to to your question, uh, I think that all of the growth lies within this sort of price point. And building festivals around that price 1K point. The 1K? One Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Not making it the feature event. Oh, I see. But making it the, the, uh, the event that leads to overflow into the main. It, it's right? the with opener, a, basically. Yeah, like with the name, like Prime. Yeah. Like yeah Prime great. and a guarantee, a nice guarantee on it. Well, what they, what they also did that was super sharp was they took the exact same price point uh, after day one had ended and 75, 80, 90% of the field, whatever was gone, they took that same price point the very next day and said, here's your chance to get into the main event. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they so blew it smart. out of the water. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like they just snapped, so get 1,500 right. people to show up for a 1K satellite. There. A 1K satellite. Yeah. Man, this shit is 1,200 people show up for a 1K satellite. And that's, that's because, unheard of. And that's because the main event is so good itself. You right? can just right. make your own tournament out of that. Let me ask you, what do you, um, the big uh, main event satellites look like for WSOP? Dust. I, I honestly right, don't know. Why, no, no, no. why does the WSOP they, not they're run fucking one terrible. I've never played at, one. At the, at the actual series itself, they, they do a good job of running Megas. They run 501 k megas towards the end of the series. They do, but nothing. No, nothing they're not. I know they run. I know they run. Not 100 seats, but like we're talking yeah. like 10 yeah. to 30 seats. I think if they if they actually threw a guarantee on it the way WPT yeah, had been. WPT had been talking 100%. about this for a little bit. They did the same thing for the main event. But the difference is, is that the, the WPT, A, guaranteed their main and therefore heavily incentivized to get satellite winners in. Right. And B, uh, this is their first iteration. Right. So, uh, again, there's just like a lot of central focus in building this event and making it as marquee and as special as possible. WSOP is a different thing, man. The brand carries itself, right? Like recreationals who would otherwise need the satellite into a 10K save up all year to play that event. True. So it's a little bit different. Like they mm -hmm. offer these megas, but, you know, they're rake traps. They're fast. They're they're not great for most people who take poker seriously. Yeah. They're great for recreationals, but like, which then of, makes it good for somebody yeah, who takes poker maybe seriously. Maybe they could have like a a special satellite. Like I know they run all these megas, but just have one special satellite. Where yeah, they I think that's what they try seats. to do with their with their Sunday scramble. Yeah, they, they have a bigger. They have a fifty seat uh, guarantee online. online. Yeah. yeah. It's 25 seats. Or 25 seats. But yeah, still, but I'm saying but if you do like if you say you're going to do a live one, you're going to guarantee 100 seats. They're going to get 200. Right, but they don't want to do that. That's not good for them. If they get if they get uh, if they get twenty five hundred runners for a one k satellite, that's now forty tables yeah. being taken up during a time where they're probably running comparable events that are housing right the mini main or whatever is yeah. still going yeah. and all that yeah. stuff yeah, yeah there's yeah. a bunch of events still going at that right. time. the main just also crushes it all that's what I mean like they already struggle with like making sure it's not I, ten handed I mm -hmm. like this sort of uh, like 
little rivalry that's, competition that's brewing yeah. you know yeah. like, so good it's, it's, it's so like good. this little I, I feel it in the air like where they're just like bro we're coming for your head WSOP yep. like we're coming for your head the fact that like, we're sitting here talking about it like comparing the two is yeah. just sick to me it, right? it's it's nice well you, it's you nice. guys you guys haven't been around long enough but like pre-black friday it was i don't very, i don't remember wpt being like this bro it was massive i, I know it was like but i but heard it was different it was different i heard it though it was, I, I, I didn't experience it yeah, so right. both brands were very different pre-black friday the, the amount of prestige that was attached to it, like even having the ability to play in either was like such an honor, mm -hmm. right? I remember when Lamana won his way into his first WPT at Foxwoods. Foxwoods yeah. It was a 10K buy-in. Yeah. And like, we were all just like in awe. It was like 2005, mm -hmm. right? So like most of us only had 10 or 20,000. Right. And he won his way into this event. I remember we went to, we went to Fallsview. They ran their first WPT there. It was a $500 Canadian buy-in. So it wasn't even expensive. Mm -hmm. And we spent the whole fucking week trying to satellite into this thing. I got in wow. like last minute. I think I spent, Brent and I were chopping the satellite action. I remember. I think I spent like 4,500 to get into a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> only I did it. Yeah, only to bust like day one versus Mr. Mr. I, I mean, I remember, I remember um, <laughs> Steve like Bilirakis, big, big shout big, out to the OG. The big WPT stuff was the shooting stars. Like that today. was huge, yeah. right? That, I remember that being huge. I remember mm -hmm. the the one that um your friend won. He's Indian. I forget his name. Mo. Um, yeah. Oh, Mo, oh, Mo won a bunch. Well, he won EPT Paris. He, he won. WPT. Right, but he won like a WPT for like a million, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that that was was that LAPC or no? Or was it Five Diamond? Might have been Five Diamond. Might have been Five Diamond. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was huge, but it was like one point something. Well, yeah, so that's the thing is like pre -black, going back to what I was saying, pre-Black Friday with all this prestige, a lot of the prestige came from the buy-in, right? So all of these, uh, let's call it the first 10 to 12 seasons of WPT, everything was a 10K main. Everything, mm -hmm. right? It was a 10K main freeze out. Right. And that was it. And they were getting like, you know, 500 runners, maybe 600, two-thirds of which were like the most well-named pros on the tour slash young internet up and up and comers yeah right and everybody was fucking american back then because online poker was you know quasi legal and uh the american market was just bolstering right and the ept was huge in europe so like no, none of them had any reason to travel mm -hmm. uh it was honestly like playing like the entire wpt tour back then was like playing choctaw now where it was just like a bunch of washed uh, well-known people and then a bunch of like young up-and-comers that are, are kind of on the grind but this is too big for them you know like they, they found their way in so I, I think what ended up happening was like post black friday uh post black friday plus the introduction of re-entry uh just changed the landscape tremendously and what happened was a lot of the you have to remember there were no mid-stake tours back then Right, local casinos would run like 500s and 1Ks, and like that was the shit that we would play. We'd go mm -hmm. play all the Seneca Niagara stuff and right. Turning Stone and whatever. But like, as far as the tour went, it didn't exist. There was no MSPT. There was no uh, Heartland. Yeah, there was none. None of this stuff that was catering to buy-ins of uh, 3K and below. And even the WSOP, the smallest buy-in was 1500, and that was the least amount of events that they ran. Where, where did it? Where did it go wrong? Well. It, not that it went wrong, but it was that somebody had the the awareness, mainly I think Heartland Poker Tour probably was the first one to understand that there were a lot of people being underserved. Mm. That, you know, tournament poker as a profession was was viable, right? So before it was, you ran a major to bring people into the cash room. 
and cash would just pop. I would travel to all these WPT stops just to play five ten to win. Bro, it. I was getting I'm getting text messages that like the list at the win three hours are like hundreds deep. Yeah, that mm-hmm. room is absurd. Like you just can't. Right like now. you have to like show up at ten a.m. to yeah. play cash game. It's like it's like world. It's like the World Series again. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's like the it's, summer. It's honestly it's, it's bigger because it's centrally located to one spot. So like. You know, during the summer, uh, no, Bellagio, Bellagio is getting overflow of cash a lot too. Though. Yeah, but not like that. You're not. No, gonna, what I'm saying, you're like, not gonna get. That's what I'm saying. Is like during the summer, like everybody's, everybody's slammed because everybody's running events. Yeah. Right. So like they're all taking away cash tables to run events. No, Bellagio is slammed. There's no events there. Only place though. Right. 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 Everybody else is like running events, which is taking away cash tables. So like all <laughs> of the lists are just fucking slammed. Bellagio is actually losing their tournaments. Right. <laughs> but like right now it's centrally located to the wind. So, and, and mind you, they're not even taking any cash tables out. Right. So like, they're just getting that much traffic. Yeah. Nobody's anywhere else. So it's insane. If you're in town, you're at the wind. There yeah. was like four or five, 10 games running. And I was looking at all of them. And I was like, I would sit down in all of these games. Like they were all looked really good. Yeah, because you have to remember, man. Like this, this is such a throwback event to like how festivals used to be in the past. Like if you're a cash player, or if you're just like a one k MTT grinder who has five days off prior to playing one C of the main. Yeah, you're just out there, man. You're trying to win your buy-in. You're trying to satellite that way. Like you know, when we used to go to Turning Stone, yeah. I would pull all nighters playing. Like two five five ten, if the game was good, and then I'd sleep for a couple hours, and by Hop noon, the, yep. which by the way there was no late reg back then, so like you were there fucking on time. Mm-hmm. At noon, you're playing like a two day event where uh, you know it's going to get a few hundred runners. First place is going to be like eighty thousand, which is so meaningful, and you know you're just going to grind that out. And if you bust, you're going to head right back to the fucking cash tables because time was so precious to you, right? Like you're traveling for this whole thing. Oh yeah, for the for me this is all really new because like yeah. I've literally haven't been to a series something like this outside of maybe um WSOP two, a year and a half ago. That was my first one. So like I've never been to like a No, nah, you've been to Borgata. It's no, similar. No, no, never for like a series. I would literally go I think I played like one event at Borgata ever. Oh, like event 1. Yeah, like and whatever. But like I've never seen so much hype and yeah, yeah, like, it's great. No, it's, it's great. But I, I want to talk a little bit about the hist- like this sort of WPT resurgence. Like, because when I first entered, sort of being a fan of the game and like watching all the streams and stuff, they were doing the Alpha Eight. Wow, yeah, I right? tried to buy a piece of Matt glancing that on Twitter. <laughs> wow, like, what a mistake! So long ago, <laughs> he got seven. Fuck that guy. So- <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be my new little buddy too <laughs> i i remember the alpha 8 but i don't think that was like a success for them in my opinion at the time i feel um, like they i remember it, it might have been a little too early right they, they, they were trying to compete because we saw all the germans at the time you know it was uh yeah, Phil. I don't know, man. It, it, it was. It if was you go back and watch them, they really put all the talent at that time on display. Yeah, like, it was the Chewies, it was the Merciers, it was the the, the German, Phil Boards, the German, yeah, the Germans conglomerate. Right, it was all like pre Fedor, and then PokerGo kind of picked up where they left off once the Alpha. 8 so maybe it was collapsed. just it was one of those where it was just too. It was a great idea, but too early for its time. Oh, I think it was a great yeah. idea, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a destination event like they thought it would be. So they tried to run one in St. Kitts. They yeah. got like six people. Um, <laughs> right? Because like, it's, 
I, I think people don't understand how much of an inconvenience it is to travel, even if it's to a, a nice destination, right? Similar to like destination weddings. Like, oh yeah, we're getting married in Cabo. It's like, yo, that sounds sick for you. Right. <laughs> I love that for you. But like, it's such a fucking inconvenience to me. You know, it'd be a lot better if you just got married in my backyard where I can get into an Uber and find my way there. Uh, and it was kind of the same way with the Alpha 8. Like they did one, I think in Africa. They got like yeah. no runners. It's like, it yo, sounds, like what, what are we traveling? It also sounds hard to get like cast probably. These places. I mean, you know, you assume that they're wiring and stuff like that, but you're right in the sense that uh, all of the activities that would take place around a high roller that would incentivize people to go can't happen now. Yeah, you can't run like million dollar cash games. Yeah, because you're right. Like it's hard to facilitate like just moving infinite money place to place to place. Yeah, this is such a good place though, right? Let's talk about those cash games that, that have been going on uh, this week. Like this is such a good place to have those cash games, right? Like so, I was tuning into some of the streams. And I was just like, oh my God, they're playing 500,000. And like, they actually picked like the perfect name, right? It was like Rail Heaven, like the return of Rail Heaven. For those of you that don't know Rail Heaven, it was like yeah, everyone but- would tune in online when it was like Dwan and, and Gee and Ivy and Gus Hansen. And, and we were all just watch them uh, on yet. full tilt. Like we're just like rail birds. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name come from. And now it's like the resurgence of real heaven, but it's a different version because we're watching it on uh, live on, live on TV. Uh, so what, what do we think about that? What do we think about the return of real heaven? More high stakes cash games are good. Yeah, like more know. things that are just besides that aren't even paywalled, right? Like high stakes poker is paywalled. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that's high stakes, but well, bike and hustler have like their streams too. And those streams do numbers, right? And then this stream also did relatively well. And yeah, then, I think I saw it was like it was like two AM maybe East Coast and it had like two thousand people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's a lot for Dude. for two in the morning East Coast Sunday night after football. That's yeah. like, it, was, like, it was wild. I well, remember. There, there's that's, there's something to talk about there because uh I there there's just this thing that I'm realizing now that I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. And before I was just like leaving it there was there was no comparison. There was no apples to apples anymore. So it's like I just trusted that uh everything made sense and people were watching hustler this at this rate but uh wpt just ran four uh highly produced cash games over the last four days right they ran a vlogger game a ladies game and then two very high stake nosebleeds games prior to that uh live the bike ran two nosebleeds game uh all being 501 k2k ish right (laughs) Uh, oh yeah (laughs) well something in that neighborhood right uh if you look at like the average numbers for a Wednesday on Hustler, where they're just playing like you know ten twenty forty, or the five five anti game or whatever, uh, the average numbers for that is like thirty five hundred to five k concurrent, right? Mm-hmm. That was peak viewership for a one k two k game uh, between both the bike and WPT. WPT has four hundred thousand subscribers. Something doesn't add up, right? They have double the amount of subscribers. They're playing. A thousand x the stakes, and nobody's fucking watching. And when I say nobody, I just mean relatively speaking. Thirty five hundred right, concurrent like, is a nice fucking number. Yeah, it's a great number, but right? it's just like twenty five percent of what Hustler's right. doing, which right. makes and no like, fucking sense. Right, and the same lineup well, shows up to Hustler, and it's somehow it's, twenty thousand viewers. It's production, like in well, the no, side. it's 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 consistency. Like consistency helps for sure. Like they're tra- like they have a stream five days a week that. They the like they have a loyal fan base. It's like growing a YouTube channel, right? You yeah. drop and even if another YouTube ch- has a better video than you, your video is going to do better because you're you right, have but your that's, fan. But base. that's the thing that I'm saying is that WBT. Yeah. I would agree with you with bike, 
because they're comparable in size and bike has kind of been dark for a while right but wpt firing up a random cash game like it's not i don't want to say random it's uh it's they're, they're not used to seeing that on that channel so it's uh you know I mean, maybe like, like the algo know. doesn't recommend it as much Man. maybe i don't know mm. i don't know exactly how the algorithm works but also I mean, like i know that at whatever time 8 p.m or something pacific i know that there's always going to be a poker game on the hustler channel mm. right so if you're a poker fan that's where you're gonna go right, right. every day but if you're a poker fan, you you see this what's going on at WPT. You see that they're yeah, having a huge game. Like there's just like you just you'll, you do, but you, you have to remember your, you have to you remember how many casuals there. there are. They're not in this like no, right? They're just like they want to watch Billy on Monday because that's their favorite player because the they've watched is, him every Monday. Or so whatever. one of one of my major KPIs when I'm doing a lot of YouTube stuff is making sure that people that are watching one thing are going to watch another thing. It says like, uh, people that watch this will also watch and then it'll showcase your video. Right. And then also there's another uh, algorithm in there that has um, like a featured, featured or uh, your preferred or whatever it is. So there's two major thing algorithms that we try to hit when we're ever doing YouTube. Something definitely doesn't add up because I also see this with a lot of the the, um, the Texas streams. Mm -hmm. Some of the Texas streams blow up like crazy. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think you're right in some respects. And I think it's uh, an amalgamation of different things. But yes, the consistency will help. Um, if you have consistency on YouTube, you're going to hit the, whatever it is, the shelf, I think they call it, the shelf, which is basically the featured promoted uh, video. And yeah, you're going to get more people and you're going to get more casuals. But... I think there's some fuckery going around too, right? Like in early Twitch days, especially in StarCraft, botting was a huge thing. Yeah. And it got found out that the majority, not the majority, but a lot of people that were big on Twitch that nobody understood why they were big, they were botting. They, were, they had fake viewers. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we'll never know, but the easiest way for us to find out is if we had access to like their KPIs and R, uh, R, RPMs, or sorry, KPMs and RPMs. Uh, if those numbers are low, it's because obviously uh, the majority of the audience isn't able to actually be engaged with. A lot, a lot of times you can uh, check it out by demographics. I've seen some of the demographics before where it's like all from like the Philippines and Vietnam. <laughs> you know, that, that's where you would see a lot of the, the botting go down. So For gaming, that's sharp. Because like that kind of looks like it blends in a little yeah. bit. It's, you know what I mean? It's so crazy. I'm looking at like just random... I was, been scrolling through different WPT hustler bike, just mm -hmm. looking at different live streams and different uh, stakes and as well as this viewership and some stuff just gets absolutely blown up and it's almost the same thing. Like I remember when I played the two, four on WPT for WPT last year, Yeah, I played two days. One of those streams only got 57 K views. The other stream got 606 K views. Was it with or without Ivy? Uh, both didn't have Ivy. Uh, Durr was on both days, Persons? but the title yeah. was Tom Dwan and Jason Kuhn for the better one, and I was in the second one, this had a title for the lower-viewed lower uh, one, sure. which makes sense. Yeah. It's just, it's, obviously, it's very like dependent based off of stakes, because looking at the WPT from the past four days, the higher-stakes streams, like the Rail Heaven streams, have done six figures. Mm -hmm. Like, the stream two days ago has already 115k views. The stream from yesterday already has 50k and then when you scroll down to like the ladies game when you scroll down to the vloggers game it's at like 15k max yeah so. i mean that makes sense they, yeah. only, they only had like four or five hundred concurrent 
So like their concurrent audience is similar to our podcast concurrent audience. Whereas like, you know, the high stakes is seven to eight X that, um, I'm just, I, I guess I'm just kind of like surprised because a game of that magnitude with, you know, on day one names like Ivy names, like person, people who really draw in eyeballs, uh, when they go to other streams, uh, I would have expected it to be maybe not hitting peak concurrency, similar to like what we've seen but like challenging it right didn't really change i I also think like um like we knew that these cash games were going on but i also didn't know a lot about the nosebleed like who was going to play the nosebleed game sure i didn't know like i knew there was going to be a vlogger game i actually knew more about the vlogger game than i knew about the high six well that makes sense because those lineups are less sensitive Uh, for anybody who's tried to ever organize a high six game like it's an ever-changing right but you can also you can always say like we're going to have a 200-400 game um, for sure with, like, your favorite guys, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure they did. Like, I, I, I'm sure... Uh, I'm just saying, like, personally, me trying to follow along, I knew that the vlogger game was going. Um, and maybe it helps because the vloggers were promoting it themselves, too. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's the other so. thing that I'm kind of saying, too, is that, like... Uh, and, again, this has nothing to do with WPT. It's more so... Oh, you're uh, just saying the, 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 the way the landscape is filling out right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the whole streaming landscape. It's like, uh, it seems sharp to use vloggers as self-promotion tools to amplify a, a product like that. And like, we've seen this as well with, with Poker Out Loud. It just doesn't have the same, uh, same algorithmic effect that you would expect it to, right? Like, uh, whether it's because you're putting out a different product than they're accustomed to seeing or... Uh, I, think it's, I think it is that. I think I mean I think for us it's that to some degree I think it's probably less so true of WPT because like sure they don't really run a ton of live streams but they do run live streamed poker right like almost all of their yeah. videos are actual just you know past streams mm-hmm. uh, so it's not like as if the content itself is, is changing all that much speaking of like the the viewing of it what do you think about like the set and stuff like that Andre I mean I know you guys touched on it a little bit the set is obviously gorgeous Sharehand I think is the absolute gold standard of modern day production inside of inside of poker and Sharehand is the production company Sharehand right? is the production have company. you heard of pigtails <laughs> <laughs> um no but Sharehand just kills it and i know from beyond triton set this is the, like their their i wouldn't i'm not going to say simplified because obviously it's still really freaking nice mm-hmm. but triton has a real a much better set than this and this set is amazing. This set is much better than the run it up set, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or our equipment or whatever. I like the angles that they use. I love the cameras that they use. Like they're just, they just kill it. They're not they had some really good angles, actually, when I was watching some of the cash games. Their angles were nice. Uh, and I thought they're some, obviously the Something about the, the set design, lighting, the platform aspect of it, something about it is really, really appealing to the eye. It's so comfortable. It's the blue. It's the blue yes. calming okay. kind of, but like but I the hate contrast that. to the red. The irony though is I hate that with W, like the Thunderdome. I hate the blue. It's so oversaturated, right? Like the audience members turn blue or whatnot. Like it always feels oh, so see, overdone see, to me. But yeah, something about this simple backdrop with yeah. the WP, WPT logo. Or That's whatever. the other thing. The set is is not anything super super fancy. Like the it costed a lot more money for the WSP set mm-hmm. than oh, for, for sure. this one. Yeah, but this one's just like nice, intimate. I can feel like, you know, when we were all sitting down there together, it felt nice. Yeah, like, there's a certain elegance to the table. I think too, like yes. the 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 white chairs. That's what I said. Are, are when like, I was sitting there, I 
if it's just, just like, man, I got so, something one about it feels like so very classy. Tables. Yeah. Right. Like as a viewer, the experience yeah, it, that I, I get is it feels, it feels like a lot very well similar. Done. Like it, it's, it's nice. You played Bellagio back. I mean, sorry, not Bellagio. Um, the wind back room. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that where it's like, it feels really nice where it's like, it's just a nice place. Like it doesn't feel like overdone. It's simple, but it's nice. Comfortable. Yeah, I, I mean, like what, what Christian's. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about in the poker room or in the poker room? Yeah. Oh, okay. There, there's. I know the other room too. Yeah, the, it's like the, the high stakes back, right? Yeah, by the. I yeah. know. I know. That's like particularly special. It's like playing in a salon. Yeah, yeah, but that one's. You don't get that one unless you're with. <laughs> no, yeah. unless you're in. That's super nice. There are two yeah. things. That, that one is like you. Most people don't even know that exists. I was gonna say subtle flex. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. I had to ask for like directions. They're like, oh, it's in the high, high roller room. I'm I like, you think I know, I know where that's at? I know where it is. But it's yeah. in the back of the back. <laughs> that's yeah. the secret room. Yeah, that's the secret. So room. there are two things that I wish they adjusted, but I think this might be preference. I wish the table was a little bit bigger. Bigger. Uh, bigger. And most most oh production houses prefer it small. For the sake what of, uh, like, uh, th this is true of Poker Go too. Like, the table's very small, and it's because, uh, at least for them in their production house, they have like you know full studio set up with full TV cameras and whatnot. Like on, uh, I want to call it a boom, but that's not right. Uh, jib, a jib, yeah. <laughs> um, so they have like you know a full mechanical jib and whatnot. So they want everybody to be in a semicircle rather than in a in a full, uh, you know, nine to one. Sure. type of uh of setting and they want people to be packed like they, they want the tight shots but they don't do that for wpt oh yeah i don't they, know they, i'm they, just saying they like, go one to nine standard mm -hmm. uh the reason why it's a, i like it a little bit bigger for their set in particular is they if you notice their cameras are actually very low yeah so you always have i think i like shots. that I like it a lot too. Yeah, I love the. Shots. I love that because now it's like, oh, this is how I would normally oh, see man, them yeah. if I was there. You're right. I hate the more that I think about it, and maybe this is actually uh, the big that, differential yeah, between live at the shot. bike and everybody yeah. else. Yes. I hate that downward that, angle shot. We're so sick mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. yeah. And now sure. it's like, oh, we're actually at the table. We're yeah. actually there, mm -hmm. but yeah. we're behind a player. And what I would like is if we had a little bit more room, there wouldn't be so much overlap where right. I'm getting someone's shoulder and then. You know, someone's in between. It, me does, and it does kind of set the space, though, unless you're talking about like true tight shots, right? Because yeah. like you, like you kind of want to know that that they're at the table together, type of thing. Like whenever you do interviews, you kind of do over the left shoulder yeah, type thing. But look, there are three major things that I, I tell my TDs to always focus on. Number one is they're going to be the face. Number two is the hands, mm -hmm. and number three is the chips. We always have to try to either foc hyper focus on like one or two of them or have all three of them in shot. Um, face, hands, chips. Face, hands, go. chip. Because they, you know, they say the most, right? Sometimes yeah. your throat, of course, but that's kind of face area. Yeah. Um, and there's some shots where there are people and they cover the chips and hands and you can see their face. So I'd like a little bit more room for that. Uh, the second thing I think we talked about it a little bit is the audio. It's not a problem. I think it's a preference choice, but they purposely took the bass out of the audio of the table so that the commentators could be heard really well. And I wish there was a way when commentators aren't speaking where commentators can just push, push up the bass mm -hmm. and we can hear the fullness of that table. Uh, it stays yeah, there. I will say, uh, not to speak for Henry, but it's a really tough gig to be, like, it's almost impossible to ask the commentators to control the audio. Right, so those levels almost have to be controlled behind the scenes, and whenever now you're asking a third party to do it, you don't know when the commentators are going to speak, and it just becomes like such a fucking nightmare. Let me 
Let me ask you a question. I'm very curious. How do they wash out all the background noise in that huge room? Well, that's partly how. By taking the lows out. Oh, okay. Right? That's why you don't hear chips, too, I think. Well, no, you can gate certain amounts of volume. So mm -hmm. if if everything that's below a certain, like, use, Frequency. you can set it, a, yeah. a low a decibel, mm. um, anything below that, you just say, okay, get rid of that completely. Oh, uh, okay. So, cool. yeah, it can, be, it can be done like that. Um, I don't know. I, I think, you know, that's what audio engineers are for. Yeah, I mean, eliminating the chip shuffling is so critical and it's one of those things where you don't understand how important it is until you watch a stream that doesn't eliminate it that's what I, that's what i think the, the hustler does well mm -hmm. is their their sounds really good and it's like when you compare it to the other streams sometimes like you kind of notice that their sound is a little better but yeah but but yeah i what? mean no, I, I think everyone's like trying to put their best I, foot I forward right now and it's good to see actually like i i see like the bike is stepping up like they're, they're getting bigger games. They're, they've upgraded the production. I saw that they changed the rail to white, which actually makes it nicer because it, 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 before it was black, before it was red. Now they change it to white, which is nice. It contrasts the colors a little bit better. It's not as dark. Uh, Hustler's still doing their thing. The WPT's coming up. They're doing their thing. Uh, I saw Rounders is like trying to do their thing. Everyone's stepping up the, you know, their game, and it, it's really cool. I mean, I, I, you know, it's good to be a cash player nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, it's better to be a tournament player. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's always been better to be a tournament player, mm -hmm. but it's, oh, it, things are okay, you know? Right. Yeah, you see, they changed, the, they changed the rail to white, which I think is a much better. Like, it's much better now. Yeah. I'll like, the black... No, nah, the black was not... The, that wasn't the move. The black was not the move. Well, I don't think it's white, man. I know. I'm just saying I, I like the, I, I honestly I like the white. Same reason why I like the white chairs on... Go back to that, Guapa. Look at how, like, washed out... Or not washed out. Like, how... Uh, how bright, bright the white comes out. Yeah. That's I the mean, on, on the wide, yeah, it doesn't look no, super in great. No, in the tight, too. Can I, we get rid I of this he, shot? I think even in the tight shot, it, I think it looks good. I like the white. Mm-hmm. Man, it, like... I, I, I think it looks, I think it looks nice. It's burning it's kinda, my eyes. Yeah, it's piercing. It's very piercing. You know? I, I like it because most of the players dress in dark, and they need something to contrast mm. themselves. Like, I purposely never wear black whenever I go on the show because it's so dark behind. You just yeah. you blend. Makes sense. Oh, you just um, like blend into the wall? Yeah. Like I noticed <laughs> it a few times where I wore like a, a dark hoodie. And yeah. it's just like, oh man, this is just like my face on a floating body. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of It's like great. brutal. Oh no. <laughs> it is time. 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 played this week on um the wpt live stream and it was yo found a fold with aces on a turn versus a lead i i i i'm so i don't understand what happened in this hand honestly landon tell us uh, landon <laughs> please talk talk me through this you're please. flabbergasted i, I really am yeah, landon, landon has been down bad since like days he's so, like <laughs> i didn't even get the turn there was a turn lead there was a what what, what I, can you help me please landon no <laughs> Can't no. Help you. So what happened here, Landon? Uh, we're about under the gun two versus cutoff. In this <clears throat> disastrous of a night. No, yeah, Yo call yeah. round quickly. So ultimate cool. We can pause it for a second. And I guess because now they're playing 500 1K 2K, so the ante's 2K, so slightly bigger ante. But I guess because Yo has 200K effective, 
Would you consider that 100 pigs or 200 100 pigs? pigs? Uh, seems like... The, the, how big is the Annie? 2K. It's double the it's big... It's 100 it's, pigs, though. It's yeah. 100 big bets, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Right? and I had this now. debate yesterday, uh, and it's probably... <laughs> it's probably uh, one where we're both a little right and a little wrong, but... He's Debate like, or screaming match? Uh, shouting match for so, sure. But it's a big blind Annie, right? <laughs> well, it's a double big blind Annie. So, okay, talk to so me. So yesterday, they're, well, uh, sorry, not in this hand, but yesterday they were playing 500-500 with a 1K Annie. Okay. And 500-500, uh, and then the big blind throws out the 1K. Correct. So it's a 1K Annie, and uh, somebody was like 250 big blinds, or 250,000 effective, and I was like, yeah, he's 500 big blinds. And Lane's like... Is he? It's a 1K Annie. And I was like, okay, well, if it's 500, 500, no Annie, how many big blinds do you have? You have 100. Or, or I, I guess 500, whatever. 500, yeah. I guess the best metric would be to just, instead of using big blinds when there's anti games, just call it, call it anties, right? Mm, I don't know. Or like if the ante is 2K and now 100 anties is it's weird. It's a, it, it is weird because like if the, if the ante was like 10 big blinds, then obviously... It'd be weird to refer to your stack as five or five hundred big blinds, but you still have to because you're opening according to the big blind. Let's go back to so the, you M, still, but get the you? M. I mean, you could still make it a thousand. That's still a viable open. It may not be optimal, mm. but it's viable. I, I, it's a it's a weird strategic. It's uh, a spicy upgrade to the because game. Like obviously, well, the problem know, is the whole thing is weird. You're supposed to do limping uh, and all this. It's other not bullshit. even that. It's that we we're we're still archaic in the way that we tell hand histories. Like we refer to stacks as big blinds, yeah. but the reality is you want to refer to stacks as SPR. Right. So that's all. The, that's the only relative metric. Exactly. Right. So right. when true, yo gets four bet. I like flat sometimes. Because you do wait, want wait, to walk us through range. the hand because yeah. there's people that haven't seen open this three before. bet four bet call. So that's pre flop. Okay, uh, so that's where we're at. Calling in traps sometimes is good. You can keep it running while I speak. What what was the four bet four amount? Do we know? Thirty eight k. Aces four bet. Thank you. And no, kings called. Kings four bet. Aces oh, called. Okay. So nice. calling two, in position. They're two hundred <clears throat> deep. Two hundred bigs or like two hundred. Two hundred <laughs> adjacent. They're a hundred. They're a hundred anties adjacent. <laughs> Yeah, 200 blinds. 200 <laughs> big blinds and 100 anti. He made it 38 blinds to go. Yo ends up just calling, so they're uh, going to be... I don't think... I don't think uh, they're basically going to be like 2.5 SPR. Yeah. So there's a lot of... there's a lot. I mean, Landon, there's a lot of things here. Uh, one, Kings is not like a pure 4-bet here at this depth. Um, so yeah, then... Go ahead. No, I mean... I think out of position, you're going to lean four bet though. So, uh, I don't think so. You definitely want not to. Not at two. I mean, it depends. Like, whatever. It's just. It's, it's not. It's not like that relevant. Yeah. I would. I think in this game, it's just going to be pure. It's just going to be pure it's in this game. Yeah. But I don't think optimally it's pure. Sure. Uh, I think aces here is going to call a lot. You do want to still call 38 blinds sometimes because you have some hands that you don't want to fold. So you want to start playing calls and you want to protect that by having aces. But then uh, I don't know how much. We want to raise with aces ourselves. Yeah, I don't care for this raise. I think personally. it's fine because you don't block yeah. the king, but at the same time, you don't block your the position king. Anyways, <laughs> like, you do block the king. You block ace king. Mm -hmm. SPR is still going to be low <laughs> even if you raise or not. So it's not really that important to put in a raise. And now he's leading. And then what's his flop raising range here? Like ace, jack ace, of diamonds? Ace four, ace five. Yeah. The low stuff you want to unblock. Right, right, right. You want to unblock his, like, uh, like, king. No, like, well, you want to unblock and have jack? equity. 
queen you're unblocking queen jack four bet i would i would rather use like ace queen right like blocking king queen suited hands because king queen suit is gonna four Wait, bet for him king queen suited makes top pair though well like you want to block with ace king ace king you want to block his ace king king queen yeah right, right, so right. If, if you're gonna find a raise but i think most of his raising range if you're gonna have one which i don't even know how much it exists just because probably on like, this board, probably like a 10 it's kind of a nightmare to raise ace four, ace five, and then get ripped on. Especially because like you're you well, want you, him, you want ripped, him to have ace four, ace five. You shouldn't get ripped on, right? It's king three deuce rainbow. No, yeah, but I mean, what yeah, you, sure, he doesn't shove off him, but it's like SPR is down to like one. You just click it back. Oh, okay, fine, but my whole point is like you don't really want to face more aggression, and you're also <laughs> wanting him to have ace four, ace five. I would not play a raising range. If I would have a raising range, you want to have hands that can still make good hands, right? And you want to unblock yeah. jacks and like jacks tens. Uh, queens. He can have like the regard. three bet call with like five six, and yeah, then play raise with that. But that sucks just, from a removal standpoint. You could just use that to bluff later because you want to have right. bluffs later. And then if right, he has right. jacks and you continue, he's just going to check call. I think right. that's, I think that's the general cool. consensus is all, base, delaying all your bluffs. Yeah, basically, I think I, I, I'm in agreement. You basically want to block aces. You want to block ace king. You want to unblock queens, jacks, and tens. Um, and then play raise with those hands. So those are right, be but like, like when you start five, to carve those hands four. out, they they suck. It's ace five, ace four. That's but like, like you, yeah, but again, you want him to have those hands. So like, it, right? It, but you want him to actually have, have jacks. No, you want him to have jacks and queens. kind of. But like, we can't we can't just like we can't just like sheerly focus on blocking without considering the unblocking too. Ace four, ace five will be pure give ups at some point in the hand, unimproved. Not for out of position. They're just gonna triple. No, not when you raise. For Yo, he ha if he raises ace four, ace five, those will pure go yeah, off. Yeah, you gotta go. Those oh yeah, yeah. For Yo, I'm saying like if I'm saying you would want him to have those types of hands. So say instead you bluffed with Jack ten. Why you would you bluff with no. Jack ten? You wouldn't sure. just. <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> we're, we're archaic says, in the way say, we tell Hennessy. Say you have another hand that isn't ace four, ace five that you're bluffing with. Yeah, it's you want to target ace four, ace five because they'll fold turn. Now well, that's why those. you don't bluff with those hands. Oh, oh, God, that's man. what I said. <laughs> can, you, can you stay in the conversation I, 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 for a I'm second? A little, I'm a little confused too, though. I honestly. am not confused. I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm saying it's not fun to raise flop with ace four, ace five because, yes, from a blocker standpoint, they're okay, but you're forgetting about the unblocking standpoint. You're not unblocking ace four, ace five any longer. But we're trying to unblock queens and jacks. Yes, that, that I mean, that, that part's nice, but again, those hands are a lot stickier than the ace high unimproved. They, that, that's, like, why, they, that's why you want to unblock them because they now are indifferent on flop and then have to full turn. Well, they're not indifferent. I don't think they're indifferent on flop. I think they'll be indifferent on turn. I think, I think that, once the, you the raise point, flop, you're kind of at the bottom. Like queens and jacks is like bottom of the, range. The point point. Is, but they peel. These they peel, yeah. yeah. The point is these hands do not reach the river and stack off, but they still have to invest chips. Yeah. Like, and they're drawing to 5% to spike a set. Yeah, yeah, But they yeah. can't fold yet. Yeah. So that's why these hands, and even for out of position, are going to triple the ace, four, ace, fives that they four bet because they unblock queens and jacks in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both ranges want the other ones that have queens, jacks, and tens. So they take the hands that are <laughs> Sorry, blocking I, I, I guess I guess my point is I don't think queens and jacks are a very big portion of the, the four bet four range, range to begin with. Uh, the four bet range is very small as is. Yeah. So it of. has to be proportionally. Right. Uh, the thing is, like, I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Seven deuces in that range, uh, which which alters things. That's good. Pretty significant. That's good for the ace four. Well, there's a deuce. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna call call fold. <laughs> well, seven deuces is a pair. I, I, can make two pairs. That's what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it has to. Call and I fold. think that that plays into this hand a lot. But it turns to seven, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. So, so there's there's seven <laughs> right. So there's a deuce on board, <laughs> yeah. which is which is relevant, and there's uh, it's a huge bounty. It's like five k ahead. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a $35,000 bounty to win with seven deuce, which makes you a lot more invested to try to show the fucking hand down. Yeah, but it's mm. only five big blinds on a person. I personally... <laughs> per person, it's, it's 35 yeah. big blinds and you're... It's not even just that. Like once a, a large pot is created... It just becomes a portion of your range now. <laughs> I just don't see how imposition has a raise on King Three Deuce Rainbow. We're arguing the same thing. I know. No, I, I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, like, if you put it in the machine, it's going to give them like five percent, like a little, a little, little splurge, a little, a little spice. I mean, you honestly might see it like it just, reduced down to zero when I mean, you look at all the candidates. It also just depends on like what we assume is going to be a three bet call versus a pure four bet, right? Wait. In the sense of, if Yo's range is different, he might not get to raise. If Yo's range oh. is different, he does get to raise. Oh, right. Well, right? You, you, so you're talking about the call versus five bet. Correct. Yeah. Call versus four bet. Just in the sense of, if he's, if he's three betting, six, seven, five, six, seven, eight, like almost near pure, and now pure calling the four bet from under the gun two, he's now not going to get a raising range. Yes. So his range is way too big, right? Who knows what his range is going to look like? from that perspective mm. but we can assume that he's going to be a little bit tighter in that spot where his range is going to be a bit more polar because nobody is deuces and threes they both have Shouldn't. kings right <laughs> yeah. yeah so they both have kings in position to have aces sometimes the ranges look very similar right yeah because I, the I calling the, range and the former range both have jacks and queens where in position is going to have more jacks and queens than out of position. i think the real problem is that the top of jiang's range is very narrow and it's nutted yeah, he has really good hands. Right, and and the bottom of Jiang's range is very narrow, narrow and drawing to the nuts. Or it's just do seven now. Right, but like do seven's effectively drawing to the nuts, right? Like it sucks to unblock kings, I guess, but like you just beat aces and ace king. I think the two hundred big blind four bet range is not. It doesn't have as much queens and jacks like everyone thinks. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I think it's like all, all but non-existent. So that, that, made, that actually makes it worse for the raise. It that makes it worse for the imposition range if out of position is mostly going to be like more polar in the sense of being ace and be. king high. It's heavy. just going to be like aces, kings, and then other ace, ace axes. Not even ace queen off because well, like what else? Can a two hundred ace four ace, ace jack suited. Ace-jack suited, ace-10 suited. Like, those are going to be way yeah. more. Yeah, than, but I guess this is what we were arriving at to begin with. Like, you're almost better off just delaying your bluffs. Because yeah. the fact is, you're just going to want to peel those suited aces with backdoors for a very, very, very small bet. Right. He bet 10K into r- roughly into 80. 70 or 80. Yeah. Like 38K times 276 with the, yeah, like 80K. Yeah. So now, like, you're just getting a really good price. And if he does have the hands that aren't the nuts, call it the middly stuff, like queens, jacks, and tens, if it, who knows? Right. right? He checks and now sometimes you get the two barrel. Now off. you just barrel it and. He's fucked. Right. Right. And then if he barrels twice and only has good hands. Right. Because the problem check. is, is like aces actually is a good hand in the sense that blocks his ace king, which is near top of range, but it unblocks kings. And now there's like it a pretty fair. Yeah. And if and queens, queens, fair bluffs. And if queens and jacks don't exactly. exist and you, yeah. and you block ace four, ace five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird raise now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like aces in particular is like one of the worst hands it's you can raise with. It's actually pretty bad. And it's also the top of... <laughs> It's also like the top of Yo's value. And you're just gonna run into kings. It's a very, yeah. it's a very funny thing because like all then this you get away on the turn backwards like... circular stuff is kind of what the machine comes up with when they realize that you raise zero percent in right. position. Yeah. Which like, oh you just can't raise you just fucked here. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, you're kind of fucked. You just I mean, fucked. I mean, maybe it's like there's something, but I don't know what. Like, it's I mean, King Queen suited. He's just somehow trying to win the max versus Queens or Jacks, but that's kind of crazy King because you're only getting a win one more bet off of them anyway, and it'll be a bigger bet if you delay to turn a river. And these hits still stack off anyways, right? Yeah. The good ones, like King, yeah, like King Queen King, suited, King yeah, Jack yeah, suited, exactly, Ace yeah. King off. Like these hands aren't going anywhere, right? Yeah, but they're not stacking off. The King Queen, like it, King it's Queen indifferent, is right? Like it's yeah, yeah King Queen is a zero, by yeah, But it's one of these spots where. The board literally cannot get scary unless the turn is a king. Right. Like, right. if he just calls the flop lead, he... he you uh, still get the SPR money. SPR is still one and a half. Yeah. So you're still going to get a fair amount of but money. But, I mean, but, he saved but there, is some, there is some... There is some... Uh, <laughs> he saved himself. There is some instinct. There is some instinct <laughs> yes, to want to raise because the bet is so small. Because Yo's raise is also fucking tiny. It's... Yeah, his raise is like a... It's maybe it's like a three ish size. Right? Yeah, but it's it's like quarter pot, maybe slightly less. It's it's fine though. I'm not saying it's not fine. I'm saying it buys him rivers for a very 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 cheap price where he doesn't have to stack off. But like, how are you not stacking off aces? It's king three well, deuce. I I I love the fold on the turn. Yeah. I mean, the fold. Wait, do you do you yeah. not? Wait, 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 time out, time out. Do you always do you also fold if it's not a seven? Uh, if it's like it I, makes I, it it's easier, like an eight, obviously, right? I, I think it makes it e well. I'm not worried about losing the seven deuce though, because I can still counterfeit that. So maybe that was going through his head. Man, you're an optimist, huh? No, I mean, maybe that was what was going through Yo's head, but that wouldn't be what's going through my head. My my, what would be going through my head is Ace King never fucking leads here. Yeah, and he has no bluffs right. with this lead. Like yeah. he's way more incentivized to check jam. What if he has Ace King? It's, it's a it's no. A, it just doesn't lead. Oh, this this whole hand is a hand that with a raise that should not happen, a lead that should never happen. Correct. Right. Like what a fold that should never happen. Fold that should never exist. No, no. I think the fold is a byproduct of all those things being added together yeah i think that the like, fold should always kind of happen after those, after those things happen before that yeah i but, think when that sequence of events occurs and you have one pair and you're on the turn like now facing quarter pot it's just like what the fuck is going on here you literally just want to like jump that's you're kind of like, elite why, fold. Why that's, he, that's an elite fold like regardless exploitatively elite, it, it, elite top I, I think jiang was afraid that <laughs> yo was raising people? flop to check back turn bro yo was so he just didn't want him to see the full board or he yo wanted to try to get sick. max value or he wanted to try to get stacks I, I, in no I, I mean maybe he was afraid that somehow he had bro. diamonds and would just check them back yo's yeah. playing above the fucking rim dude, dude. he had kings of the king of diamonds i don't know how we're finding a lead here and i don't know like just to be, man, imagine how different this whole conversation is if we saw that uh, Jang had Ace King off. Yeah, that's he just thing. wouldn't though. He no, just would not. Right. Like, nah, but that's a big assumption though. You no, know, it's not. It's hard I played to with Jang plenty. He's not leading. Yeah, but you would also not think that Ace is gonna raise the flop. Does like, it if, matter? If you tell me like, oh, I played with Joe, and I tell you, oh, yo, raise the flop, fold the turn, you'll say no way. I what? just wouldn't think he would fold the turn. When I was the last time you seen a line like that where they lead turn with Ace King? No, that bro, it doesn't happen. Jiang, but I also don't see aces raise bro, flop full turn. Jiang, so like, check called, check called, check called three, where <laughs> SPR was 15, and I bet top two three times, and he just called with bottom set. Like, he's not what leading ace king on the turn. I had top two. Oh, you got lucky. <laughs> I got super lucky. I was <laughs> I lost like 14,000 in a pot where I was supposed to lose 150. He left the game after. He literally was so upset he racked up and left. So it's like he's not leading Ace King on the turn. Oh my <laughs> he, God. He's not getting value from anything. Oh he really racked up and left? Yeah, like three hands later, he couldn't take it. Man. <laughs> 
this, this whole hand. I, I, I couldn't help it, man. I was I was like so mad I didn't get stacked. I was trolling him like incessantly rather than thanking him for like saving no, me money. To troll him. You have I'm to just troll like, him. you fucking nit. What are you doing here? This is embarrassing. That's so fucking sick. What was the board? What was the final run out? He opened hijack, I three back cutoff with ace jack suited. We were playing 100, 200. So it went like 600, 2K call. Flop comes jack eight, deuce rainbow. He checks, I bet like three quarters pot. Uh, so like 3k call <laughs> turn is an offsuit four. he checks I bet pot so like 10k call <laughs> uh, rivers and ace he checks and I'm like fuck like, uh, you the, like the, half pot. the flush misses I'm like yeah this is a really bad card for his range so I bet like half pot maybe three quarters whatever mm -hmm. I think I bet like uh, maybe 10k again okay and he tanks oh for you went like real small no that's like half pot I bet 10k on the turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, like, 15k. Okay. Like, 15k on the river. Mm -hmm. uh, he tanks, uses two time banks, and then makes a crying call, and I'm like, fuck yeah, God is ass. <laughs> Man. And I table ace-jack, and he just, like, sheepishly shows bottom set of deuces. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where, like, he it's not that bad. Yes, it is. Yes, it it's okay. What is he supposed He's I supposed to it's... either raise flop or then pure raise yeah, turn if you don't like, raise flop. Yeah, but, like, at the river, I guess... Yeah, what about flop and turn, though? It'd be, yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be different if I, like, 3x potted river. Like, yeah, then fine. It's just a cry call. Versus half pot, I guess you could just go all in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Listen, if, you pot, if you pot river, it's, okay. it's fine. Listen, Probably man, just call. this whole hand is just, I like, know, it's man. very comical. Poker. It's very comical. <laughs> anyway, the whole point is, like, I think The whole point is that you think he's tight. Yes. <laughs> yes. New he, slash, led, buddy. he led with the fucking <laughs> nut. He literally led with the nuts into an uncapped range. Like, yeah, he's tight. <laughs> but he's but is he he's a professional poker player? Uh he claims no, but I think he plays very, 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 very well. Okay. So I would say Flash, he likely buddy. makes money playing poker. <laughs> okay. You're barking up the wrong tree here thinking that Jack Ten's gonna find a check raise, Matt. Jack nobody, Ten. Nobody was talking, talking about Jack Ten. What is no, the no, fuck no, are you no, talking no, about? No, 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 we're not going back into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Nobody was please. talking about Jack Ten. Please. No. There was another. There was another. I, just, I was also talking about imposition. There was another hand that got a please. lot of a lot of buzz. There was another hand that got a lot of buzz. Like it was the. Oh, they were yeah. playing like stand up or something. So they were playing the stand up game. <laughs> oh, there's more. Uh, which again was huge. It was five K person. So for anybody who doesn't know what the stand up game is, everybody everybody has to stand. When you win a pot, you sit. Now, the purpose of this game is not to win it, it's to not lose it. Because winning the game means that you collect one bounty from the loser. But the loser pays a bounty to everybody at the table. So they were playing at the time 500-500, and they decided to play a 10x stand-up bounty. So it was 5k per person, which is fucking massive. So the loser loses 35,000. Uh, only... I don't know if Yo was still standing or not, but... Ben for sure was, and Aaron Zhang for sure was. It's also like if you are the last one, that's who loses standing. the bounty. No, but if you're the like, let's say there's two people left. Mm -hmm. uh, the last, uh, you you basically play pay two. No, that's yeah. only in seven deuce. Uh, seven deuce. If you fo if you're oh, the last yeah, to fold, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, I was thinking about the wrong game. Yeah, uh, right, that right, doesn't right. doesn't yeah. happen in stand up game. So uh, at least Aaron and Ben were still standing. Yo may have been, but I don't think so i'm not sure though but anyway the way that this hand plays out uh you can cut to the graphic guapo is aaron zhang opens twelve thousand from the cutoff which is 24 big blinds for those paying attention at home uh as an attempt to sit down and not lose <laughs> the irony being that he's literally risking one third of the bounty <laughs> in a spot where it's like you know you might just be able to open normally and maybe play a big pot with a7 whatever 
So Ben then has 500 big blinds <laughs> on the button with two jacks and decides this might look light if I jam. So he rips it, uh, which honestly, it's a fucking genius. It's a lot. I mean, but he's a genius. Yeah. Why, why were somebody telling me that Yo Viral was involved with this hand after? Oh, because he is. Oh, uh, <laughs> so so the thing with the thing with this jam. I'm curious. Yeah, but he's dominating ace five suited. The thing with this jam by Ben is. Uh, you know, it's obviously egregious, but with the meta of the stand-up game going on with Aaron opening to, to 24X and all this other stuff, there's a lot of dead money out there. You can kind of start to justify, but I think like not for this depth. Like usually a 10X jam over an open is like the absolute ceiling of how much money we can shove into the middle uh, and expect to still like, you know, perform pretty well. Um, and also, you know, he has jacks. So it's like, he should just want to play a big pot here, I think. Trouble hand. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like The whole <laughs> thing is that, that like Aaron clearly has a hand that probably is not calling off. Unless he opened a pair. But like he might just rip through with a pair anyway. But is Benba standing or no? Yes. Mm. So I think Aaron and Benba are safe. Right, so there's that meta, yeah. right? So anyway, he jams. <laughs> he, he's playing that. He jams for an obscene <laughs> amount. Uh, and then it folds to Yo in the big blind. Yeah, so now Yo is like... Who has ben the is, powerhouse? Ben has, ben has nothing. Yo has the powerhouse ace eight off. Uh, a real average hand here. And he's facing <laughs> a 24x open and a 500 big blind shove. <laughs> um, yeah, but like. There's only one clear, well, one clear solution. Well, we, we were going to spend seven minutes figuring out what that answer was because he <laughs> was deep in the fucking tank. I wonder, Deep. What, I wonder what the sims say probably call right Bro, this the best part of this whole situation was that Haralaba was at the table <laughs> because what ends up happening is yo finally calls it off which obviously is a ridiculous gamble but god bless this man it's his money and i love the way that he's using it uh and then aaron has a seven and he goes you guys don't care if i show right you don't care if I, and they're like no whatever so he shows that he is a seven folds there's already another dead ace from somebody else and then uh, for TV, they had to show they're all in hands, right? So Ben rolls over the jacks, and, and Yo turns over the ace eight, and we're all, Bob, we're all Bob's like, "What took you so long?" <laughs> and he's, he's just like trolling him. He's like, "It's like, what is going on here?" Like he sees the ace seven and the ace eight that just like invested infinite. He's like. What the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> Needless to say, the game went until like 7 a.m. this morning and Bob was there the whole time. So, yep. I mean, the advertisement surely works. Man. There was, this, there was this, uh, such a good one-liner when Corella Bob and Yo played a hand where they both hit ace-king. The board was like queen-6-3. And flop goes check-check. Uh, turns a queen. Corella checks. Yo bets 1,000 yeah. into 70,000. And Corella just says, keeping the pressure on. <laughs> yeah. Keeps the pressure on, baby. Man, can we say like the philosophy? Uh, I'm sorry to to zoom out a little bit, but this little philosophy of WPT, the the nature and the atmosphere is so much different than WSOP. Uh, well, like, WPT are, is are you talking about like the the cash game aspect? The cash game, there, there's but no everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, cash at w, WSOP is like very much branded itself as a tournament series. So mm -hmm. cash is just like very much non-existent. Sure. That's yeah. left for the other casinos. Yeah, it's uh, and and you know with uh, with with the poker go stuff, like their schedule is very rigid and there's no ability to adjust. With this, like they just want to feature yeah. whatever the yeah. fuck is going on, and if they yeah. can get like you know characters like 
Haral Bob and Yo and Eric Person and you know all these other guys to show up and show out and play fucking nosebleeds and splash and throw shit at one another for days on end. Like they're gonna do it, and like that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that was great. Like Eric somehow was stuck the second he sat down <laughs> on day one. Like he sat down, he's like, "Hey guys, how's it going? I'm buried 700." <laughs> <laughs> like honest to god, I didn't even turn the stream on yet. And there's already tweets. We have a 400k pot brewing. Yeah. It's like, you guys haven't even gone live yet. <laughs> and sure enough, like, he played a massive pot doubling up uh, Haralabob, like, instantly. Uh, who, by the way, shout out to, to, to Mr. Bob Vulgaris. Big winner day one. Yeah. I think he won, like, 600. Keyboard Monkey, too. Uh, over the two days, he won, like, somewhere in the neighborhood of 600. Keyboard Monkey won 275. He tweeted. Over the two days? Mm -hmm. he, no. lost, he lost 50 the first day. He must have rebought some. He only won two seventy five or three hundred yesterday. No, wow, like he, he won two seventy five total. So right, but I'm saying like there's he, a lot of there's a, there was a lot of uh, add ons that were that were okay because even Benba, like I thought Benba won more. Like I I, I texted him, and he's like, nah, like they didn't get the add ons that I put on or whatever. So That's how fast the money was. It happens yeah. sometimes, you know. It goes yeah, fast. Especially Lying. in cash games, they just pull it out. Yeah, of their like you're just putting it out right. the the, yeah. the zip locker. It's so hard to keep. Keep track. Right. Like, they really care much about yeah, they're not like, hey, production, I'm adding on. Especially if they lose like a big pot. Like, yeah. bro, they, they ain't trying to talk to you. Like, they right. just try, well, yeah. they just try to add, add on the hundred. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm yeah. adding a million. Like, yeah. That's the only time you do it. It's exactly. like you're trying to yeah. fucking flex. But yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a massive game. They ended up playing 501k, 2k the first day before it was all said and done, which uh, I know all too much about. Frank the Bank was pissed. Because, like, they kept jacking up the stakes, which, by the way, I feel for Frank, because, like, same thing happened to me when I went to L.A. Like, they just keep doubling the stakes every fucking hour. Yeah. And he's, like, you know, he's complaining, uh, I didn't bring enough money. Like, if you would have just told me ahead of time we were playing 1K, 2K, I would have brought more money. <laughs> and he's, like, sitting there with 150K just, like, mad. And honestly, rightfully so, because, like, Frank is a guy who gives all the fucking action. Right. But when you make it 1K, 2K, and he has 75 blinds in front of him, like, he just doesn't How anymore. much action can you get? Right. Like, what can you do? I don't want to go home yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like yeah, he it's, just stops it, peeling it, the 10-8 off. Yeah, it's a weird problem. Like, th that is one of the problem sets of, like, having cash games in different cities and stuff where it's, like... You know, you can't bring like what are you gonna do? Like bring two million dollars every single time to a. It's also this weird thing game. where it's like the softer the game, the more likely the stakes are to continually double. Where you almost get martingaled by the weaker players because oh, like yesterday's game was a tougher game, like it was a more reggy lineup, and they played five hundred, five hundred start to finish, never up the stakes. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of being mega rich. Like, like they they're gonna yeah, fuck hey, you. You want to play for more like, money? Like at some point, you start feeling like your heart rate starts going up. It's not even heart. It's not even a heart rate thing. It's a variance thing. Yeah. Like at some point, the, they could just still buy back in, and you can't. Yeah, that's the point. And they just right. martingale you wow. to a point they where like you're you. dead. It, it really, they're like, you want to play wow. five thousand, ten thousand? Oh, how about ten thousand, twenty thousand? It, it really oh, is. Five hundred and fifty thousand, one hundred thousand. I remember when like because uh, sometimes I, I would talk to my dad about some poker stuff, and my dad would tell me. Isn't cash games sometimes like some people just have so much money and, and they don't really care. Like, and obviously I'm not playing at the stakes, so that's important for me, but it's very clearly like left side, right side of like, they have too much money and you just cannot catch up. I mean, honestly, uh, like, point, there, there might just point, be some math. There is some edge. There legitimately might just be some math where like you're drawing dead. 
even yeah. as a professional. <laughs> because like you have to win too many all ins. Yeah, you just yeah. have to win way too many pots to actually survive. The gambler's fallacy, Berkeley. I think once like crypto gets more established and more <laughs> that, no, because it, because then you just have stables. You could just like send it to the casino and they. Can oh, that's what you yeah. meant. I thought you right. meant like at some point when crypto comes back, we'll all be rich enough no. to be, <laughs> to be no, able no. to do it. No, no I'm saying, going I'm saying this problem. Like, this is I'm the saying, manager. I'm he saying, has a, a solution. Right. I'm no, like, damn, that would be nice if we could all just start playing no, five thousand ten dollars right. had money again but, but crypto kind of solves this problem right like if you you could because you just you could just send it wherever like yeah quickly. i mean that kind you of already happens in a peer-to-peer -peer way but you're, know, you're right. right you're still limited on chips you're limited on like, chips yeah exactly going into day two of live at the bike there was five of us trying mm -hmm. to buy chips off of Andy. yeah like no casino, <laughs> no casino you're not gonna be able to walk and up like, to it casino. was honestly he was, was like a parent right. doling it out he's like okay i can give you a hundred <laughs> you a hundred yeah you this like guy you. this you're guy's a little five. bit whalier so mm -hmm. i'm gonna give him two which means i have to take your right. hundred back now yeah. right but now like no casino is gonna be you can't walk up and say i'm gonna give you a million in uh usdt and they're gonna be like okay yeah, yeah. in five years maybe they will maybe yeah yeah it's just hard like it, it, you know it's a problem for the people organizing games too it, it's a problem it, it's just you know it's something that you as a professional kind of have to deal with right mm -hmm. for now because like even even now like you know a lot of these european kids like they come and like they they swap money to to play here and then like when they go home they have to swap it out and like you know i, I try to facilitate like you know I'll, they'll send me bitcoin i'll give them it's you know cash or, or or cash or whatever it is like however they they help but like yeah even like intercity is like it's hard to move money mm -hmm. from it's just hard like well, how are you going to move two hundred thousand like right, in a week yeah. and sometimes you don't have like a lot of notice you're like hey have mm -hmm. a seat for you tomorrow you want to play it's like Okay, how do I get all this money over there? Yeah, you know, so it's it's a little bit of a problem set. So it's yeah, nice especially to... when the games just keep getting bigger too. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like two four is no longer two four. Well, it depends on the lineup. Two four is only two four if the lineup's shitty. Right. If the lineup's good, if it's a game that like you're frothing at the mouth to play, you you better be prepared to play one k two k. Right. It's a little easier for like Ben who lives here. Only here though. It's not going to be easy for him if he goes to LA to play that. Right. Same exactly. Game. Exactly. You need to like call up antonio and be like hey bro <laughs> it's not even that i mean yeah it's not even that it's just there's a finite number of chips so it's like at some point you just have to visit the cage right yeah. and it's like in order to do that we're talking wires we're talking cash we're talking a lot of things yeah. that are really difficult to come across in this mm -hmm. landscape when you're talking about you know high six figure low seven figure numbers yeah yeah i remember i was in la one time and i was like, antonio i need fifty thousand. <laughs> he's like all right bro just come to the house i'm like like, all right, bro, relax. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I guess. But, but I mean, that's a, that's a low number in this, in this world. Like, 300,000. Like, I don't think I could call anybody. <laughs> I think I'm on my own. Yep. Maybe I could get some USDT from Brian. There you go. I got, I'll send it over your way. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap it up here. Tomorrow, we are live. We, we should be live. Well, we'll be live. It's just a matter of where, <laughs> where we're live from. Yeah. All right, so tomorrow we are going to be live, 100%. <laughs> Not sure here. Not sure of the win. Hopefully it's the win. We will find out. <laughs> if it's but... the win, we're going to be live at 945 from the feature table uh, utilizing their set. Uh, if we have to pull an audible again, it'll probably be the same deal. Uh, we'll go live an hour later. So stay tuned to all your socials. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe. Leave us a comment below. Let us know what you think about the show. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back sometime between 9.45 and 10.45 a.m. <laughs> tomorrow. Follow us on social to pay attention and uh, make sure you're here for the start of the show. Thank you guys so much. Let's skedaddle. We'll see you then. Peace. Skedaddles. Good.